straight up nine o'clock on this Wednesday morning. Good morning and welcome to this week's edition of the Valley Variety. My name is Jacob Jones. He is Ben Yates, and we have special guest Austin Scott in the in the building with us. Welcome, Austin. Yeah, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here. You know, Wednesday morning. Haven't eaten anything yet. Uh, I was expecting some complimentary snacks or something, but that's we're, okay. We're, we're gonna roll very through. low budget and yes. low production. We're here we are we are looking live from the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism and Mass Communications on playoff week. We are here. The teams that are out are out. The teams that are in are in, and it's time well, to get down to business. The, you know, the Hawks, the Hornets, uh, no. The Clippers still have a chance. So. Yes. Well, the teams that are out are Spurs, out. The Pelicans. Yes, there are still many teams <laughs> fighting for their spot. The Sacramento Kings, are we fighting for a spot or no? No. Well, that's kind of what I meant. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, The eliminated teams are eliminated <laughs> by those, you know, I hate to call it teams like the Rockets and the the Kings, but they are out of our out of, out of our way. And, yeah, and the Lakers. And the Lakers. Yeah. Oh, the team that shall not be named. Yeah, being a Kings fan is just really sad. I don't know if you guys saw, but I uh, almost got kicked out of you know Footprint Center for wearing a Kings jersey. Yes. Did you know? Really? Yes. yes. Yeah. I've not heard that yet. I was in a suite. They had my De'Aaron Fox jersey on. They said, hey, wow. can't root for the opposing team. This is a clientele suite. So, uh, yeah. Wait, you, they really almost kicked you out? For they it? almost kicked me out, man. They made me put a Rally the Valley shirt on. So oh I have that God. hanging in my closet. And so <laughs> if I ever want to be a Suns fan, I have okay. some merch now. Well, we are more than welcome to have you on the train. I, I converted from Lakers to Suns, so it's it's your turn now. Well, that's a terrible conversion. No, I, I'll <laughs> never convert. I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'm, I'm sticking with my Kings. Even here in the studio, I'm wearing my Valley jersey. He just put it on before we started recording. That's, that's, that's true. That is true. Yeah, but we are we had we saw some we've already seen some crazy games. I mean, let's jump right into it. <laughs> Patrick Beverly, that's guy. It, it's the elephant in the room. It's I think we gotta yeah. Uh, it's get off get it off our chest. Last episode we talked about our one shining moment. I think Pat Bev thought last night was his one shining moment. Guy, he definitely acted like it. He, I mean. Jumping on the scores table, yeah, with Anthony Edwards taking his shirt off too, and it's if you would have his jersey into the audience, <laughs> if you would have shown someone that, you would have thought they clinched the finals or at the, home or won the or won the championship. It was literally Pat Bev's probably like highlight of his entire career. I mean, he was blasting on Twitter. He's like, "This is for you. We've been struggling for a couple of years, Minnesota, but <laughs> time to get beat by the Grizzlies. Let's go." I know it's <laughs> Minnesota. This is for you. Anything Don't. is possible. And then, inside the NBA is having a field day with this. I couldn't. Chuck and Shaq have never agreed on anything more in their lives. It's such a great show. Like, the fact that NBA on, like, the fact that they have the nuts to do that, like, just, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's oh, just, it's. Well, they asked for LeBron to come on the show because he tweeted laughing emojis, like, oh, yeah. 10 in a row. Yeah. Said, LeBron, come on the show, man. Come on the show, LeBron. Oh, now you're the one with the Chuck impression. Yep, yep. I, I, I took it from you today. Well, that's just ridiculous, like Cunning. Thank you. That's actually pretty impressive. Thank well, you. That's, that's just ridiculous, Cunning. That's just not... Pat, Pat Bev, being a knucklehead, man. <laughs> We're ranking Charles and Barkley impressions now. I mean, I think yours is better. His Thank you. Hey, we won. Better. We won the day. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, Looks Likes coming back today because we have a special guest in the studio. Uh, or Edit Bay or Cardboard Box, however you like to call it. A uh, shipping container, whatever this is. Yeah, it's a little... <laughs> it, is, it is kind of a shipping container. Yeah, anyway, uh, so as we did last time, we're just going to say these. They're hilarious. 
Austin can rank him or hate him if he like if he hates it. Oh boy. Uh, I don't think he will. The it first one word. we have is uh, Andrew Luck. Does he look like he hosts a weekly book club for divorced women at his house? <laughs> that, that that one's good. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you get the photo of him with uh, RG3. Oh yeah. Know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm just imagining that version of Andrew Luck. I, I definitely see that. Yeah. I still can't believe how much weight he lost. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I guess not playing in the NFL, you kind of just. It's kind of odd, man. You're just kind of chilling. So he needs to go to the weight room anymore. He's kind of sitting back. And now he doesn't have the beard. Now he doesn't have the beard. He just has the, the burly mustache. Was he really just have a mustache? Yeah. I mean, he kind of he kind of has. It looked like he shaved right before he went on air or something. Wow. He probably. But but only his beard. (laughs) (laughs) That's a weird look, man. It is. We'll we'll do more of these throughout the show just randomly. uh, But we get back into these NBA playoffs because Brooklyn won last night. So yes. they get to go against uh, Boston, Kyrie Irving's former team, in the first round. That's going to be an amazing Love that. matchup. Yeah, I mean, I I honestly see Brooklyn coming out in really? the seven-game series, yeah. But so yeah, it goes games. to seven. So do I, now that I think about it. I, only thing with you know Boston, a lot of people have been saying, is the uh, the this this push, this momentum that Boston has had throughout the regular season. You know, this, you know things that Jason Tatum have done throughout the year, but... Mm-hmm. I just don't know. It's a momentum, you know, swings and right. playoffs are two different things, you know. Well, I have this. Of like forcing your way into like the three seed, you know, pushing yourself to get a higher seed. I'm looking at it like a North Carolina perspective because we saw North Carolina at the end of the NCAA regular season go on this absolute tear and end Coach K's last home game at Duke. You know, all of that, what they did at the end of the regular season, they took that into the tournament as well which is what I think Boston is doing here. They had a huge momentum shift at the end of the season. Now they're going into the playoffs against uh, Kyrie and Durant. It'll go to seven, I think. It might. They might win through this series. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to go against you guys a little bit. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big uh, Boston guy. No, not really. But I, I, I got the Celtics <laughs> winning the series. Like like you said, I, I think they're 26-6 and six in their last 32 games of the regular season. So, like, yep. they went in. They're coming in hot. Sometimes it's just about if you're hot or not in the playoffs, right? It doesn't really matter what your record was in the regular season. The Celtics are hot. They got the experience now. I mean, I mean Tatum, Brown, like, they've been to the playoffs before. They know what's up. And, honestly, like, Brooklyn hasn't really proven anything. You know what I mean? Like, right. they've been kind of just coasting along. You know, they've won enough games to get in the season. It's like, right. of course they're going to get into the playoffs. I mean, they have, like, the best player in the NBA and probably a top three, five. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, of course they're going to get in. But uh, I think Brooklyn, based off of talent, should easily win this series. But I, I like Boston, man. Give me Boston seven. I actually have Boston going to the NBA Finals. We can get to that later. Yes. Well, NBA Finals the, prediction. Yeah. But give me the Boston Celtics in the, seven. The big question is, if Ben Simmons comes back, does that negatively affect Brooklyn or does that positively, positively affect their defense? I think it's negative. I, I, I honestly, I, I, think I don't. It's negative. Yeah, I, I would lean towards the negative side of the spectrum, but honestly, I feel like there's a chance they would, like, cancel out as well. I feel like the offensive chemistry would be off, but I do feel like in close games their defense would be better. I don't know. I, I mean, we're, talk, we're talking about a guy that, you know, now has he been through the all this stuff throughout the season, he hasn't played 5-on-5 five five yet with his teammates. Right. Yeah, and so what, is he going to come back and, all right, my name's Ben Simmons and... Well, he's mentally healthy That's kind of this whole team, man. It's like, <laughs> well... Yeah, but you know, <laughs> he's mentally okay, right? But so am I. <laughs> KD's well, been hurt half the I'm not season. suiting up for the Suns <laughs> right. on Sunday. It's like a day contract. Yeah, like KD's been hurt half Why the not? season. Kyrie's playing like half the games. Ben Simmons had like hasn't even played yet. So it's like 
this team literally has to just jump into the playoffs and be like, all right, y'all, we're ready to play. We're ready to win the finals. Like, right now, it's like they haven't proven anything. You know what I mean? I, I, I can't pick Brooklyn, but they should. They will win if they play, you know, if Kyrie plays like Kyrie, KD plays like KD. And if they get Ben Simmons and he plays like him, yeah. I, think I can totally see that. And yeah. I'm always with the, you know, the mentality of in a seven-game series. Who's got the guy, you know? like it's Not only that, but the best team will always win in a seven-game series. Yeah. You know, as a, as a Suns fan, you know, I got annoyed – Last year, with you know, I understand the well, we were hurt and this and that and this and that, and and with the Lakers and the Clippers, sure. and well, not the Nuggets, I won't accept Nuggets because we swept you guys. And so, Jamal Murray or not, you weren't winning that series, just embrace that. Yeah, you weren't, you weren't beating us, you were not the better team, and they they wouldn't have with Jamal Murray, uh, which I hate to admit because I love Jamal so much. Uh, back when he was at Kentucky, no, not that I have a backstory or bias or anything. Mm-hmm. No blue arrow, pull it back, and yeah. he always hits. But uh, with with this one more one last thing, I'll get into is with the injury bug, and because I think it's gonna it may come up a lot because injuries just are a part of the playoffs. Yeah. And so it's about I think it's a lot on head coaches, and not to and not to praise Monty Williams, but well actually to praise Monty Williams. Right. It's about the it's about the head coaches that can make the adjustments mid series. Yeah. You know, and I'll give a lot of credit to Mike Budenholzer of the Bucks. You know, he got outplayed. You know, they were down 2-0. But, you know, he made these mid, you know, you know, mid-tournament adjustments, mid-series adjustments, and then ended up winning four straight games. He found the way, you know, you watch two games, you watch, you know, you face teams back-to-back times. You're able to see these tendencies in two games, you know, and... I think that's gonna it's gonna come on the head coaches, you know, who's gonna be able to make the adjustments. That, that's got to be one of the best like series in the first round, though. Like, oh yeah, in Boston. That, that I, I'm watching. Like, how entertaining is that? I mean, yeah. does Seth Beer look like he competes in sandcastle building competitions? <laughs> no, I don't no. think of these, man. No. <laughs> now, for reference, for people outside of Arizona listening, Seth Beer made legend time. Made legend. was. Is an Arizona Diamondbacks legend. Now he is. For hitting a walk-off home run on opening night uh, on National Beer Day. Mm-hmm. You can't write that It's stuff. a top five. It, it, it's the best D-backs play in the last five years. Oh, I have to. I think so. And it'll be the best moment this season. Like, you don't even have to watch. If you're a D-backs fan, you don't even have to watch him anymore. You, you saw the best play of the season, and now you're done. I mean, I'll still, watch, but, I'll still watch, but yes, that was. You could still watch it. The, you know, if you're a diehard like me who's spent all these years just waiting for one shining moment. As a Kings fan, you know, I have to respect it. So, you know. Does Luke Kennard look like he cuts the crust off his PB&J? Whew. Mm, maybe. Like the, you think he's a big Uncrustables guy? Oh, oh absolutely. I think goes he to buys Costco, those. buys those in bulk. You yeah. can already, he sends the guy to go get those. You can already yeah. see him in the locker room. You just hear like the little plastic. <laughs> <laughs> he has to bring a toaster to his Luke, practices. Yeah. what are you doing? Launch. How's <laughs> yeah, it going? Yeah. Does yeah. Garrett Cole look like he whines and complains when Ma and Pa won't let him have candy for dessert? <laughs> you know Garrett Cole and Brandon Crawford cousins. Are they really? Yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. I, think I, I think I heard that once. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe Brandon Crawford like tortured him as a kid and like took all his. Candy. Oh, you gotta. You know, he. You know, he's like the cousins that just like fight all the time and yeah. have to be separated by their parents. Yeah. But. For reference, the reason that we made this joke, and that was from uh, Jake Brown. I think he had yeah, mentioned. Yeah, Jake's big mention. He had helped help that with that because uh, MLB guy, yeah. on Yankees opening day, Billy Crystal, a big Yankees fan, was thrown at the first pitch of the game. 
But he took too long to get to the mound, so he was out there waving the crowd. And so first pitch was delayed five minutes. But So Garrett Cole was on the top step of the dugout yelling at Billy Crystal to get off the mound. And then, and then uh, I think gave up three runs in the first inning and then blamed it on Billy Crystal yeah. in the post-game interview. Love that. So that's where that came from. Yeah. No, he, Jake Brown, thanks. Shout out. That was just <laughs> – and it almost makes up for you going nowhere in New Orleans. <laughs> we made fun of him for it last week. We're doing it again this week. I, I like, oh, did you, did, you go, did you do this? No. Did you go over there? No. Did you eat here? No. I didn't yeah, know. Austin was in the middle of that conversation. He was leading that one against Jake Brown. <laughs> and we were like, did you even go to New Orleans? Or like, oh, uh, poor Jake. Yeah, and I came in and said, no, he went to New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. No <laughs> Orleans. On his phone, live tweeting during the games, too. I'm just like, watch the date. Watch the game, man. I know. That's why I was so surprised. Oh, okay, like, yeah. Just watch the game at Cafe Du Monde. It's not for, a big difference. For, I won't trash on Jake too much, but I thought he was like at a bar watching it or something. Yeah. <laughs> I would not be at the game live, but that's probably the journalist in him, like knowing how to live tweet. Big SJ it. guy, you know, has to has to live tweet the, the thoughts. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Big yeah. media guy. Big yeah. media guy. Big Twitter guy. Yeah, but not hey, a big Twitter guy. But not a big beignet, Mother's Kitchen, po' boy, gumbo, or jambalaya guy. <laughs> That's true. Unfortunately. Uh, and going back to, you were on the Suns for a big while there. Uh, their path to the championship. Looking all right. It's looking all right. You got maybe the Clippers coming out, and then Jazz Mavericks in the second round. or And then you got the Western Conference championship, mm. which should be either Golden State or Memphis in the finals. I mean, the Suns have exactly <laughs> the Suns have exactly what they want. You have the eight seed, whoever that might may be, Pelicans, Spurs, you know, Clippers. Yeah, that's all good. And then you have either Utah or Dallas. Right. That's perfect too. That's and so now I, you know not to you know be looking. You know I don't want to look too forward as a Suns fan, but now you're kind of looking well. It's almost now to the Western Conference Finals. And so I think now it's this this pathway. You know we're almost slated exactly for the Western Conference Finals. You know, with our talent, with we, we've been doing this year, we have 64 wins. Right. I mean, so that's... It's the best in the league. It is. And speaking of that, <laughs> I'd like to speak to Suns fans directly. <laughs> okay. You know, it's been a, it's been a pretty... Uh, this is this is this was not planned. I mean, I guess it was kind of yesterday, but um, I was practicing all morning. Now, I want to speak to Suns fans directly yeah. because because we did it. You did it. You earned this. All right? You earned this. You've been through a lot, man. You've been through a lot. I don't know what this is going either way. Where is this going, man? So, <laughs> you know, we've had a we've had a lot of we've had a lot of fun moments here in Phoenix this year. And it's hard to really wrap it up in in one fell swoop to just talk about what the 64 win season has meant. I'm scared. Because there are a lot of been a lot of fun moments. You're scaring me. And so, I thought a poem? What better way to show it? Is that a poem? Than this. Now, Suns fans, this is for you. Now, be, now uh, don't be afraid to jump in. Um, not a chance. There's no words displayed anywhere, by the way. Oh, don't you worry. <laughs> now, this is a wrap of what our 64 win season has been. Now, granted, I'm not singing this. I will be speaking it. But this is what our 64 Aww, win season boom. has been all about. 
Booker Dam, Willie Green, now he's on the Olympic team, Landry Shamit, Chris Paul, and Campaign 3-year deals. Javel Milgie, gold medal, Bridges on a New Year deal, eight in troubles, Robert Sarver losing to the Kings. Now granted, we did start the year one in three, as a lot of Suns fans remember, on a walk-off loss to the Kings. Not very good. Here's a Paul beat. Pass Nash, Frank Kaminsky beat the Warriors in the Valley. 18 wins over the Pistons. That's a record now. Me gets a three. Monty put in protocol. Raptor and Bismack. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyone remember the Raptor from... From January, <laughs> that's that's a nice that's a nice comeback. Booker has 48. James Jones stay in place. Tory Craig, come on home. Aaron Holiday, come along. Aiton over Giannis. Paul wrist troublesome. Cam Johnson game winner. Now it's lemonade. Al McCoy, 50 years dancing to young boy. Cat woke us up. That's not very smart. MVP race getting hot. Lakers are now out. 64 wins. Here we go. Playoff ready. Let's go. Six Suns fans, that was for you. Wow, that was that was so good. That was I'm actually impressed by that. <laughs> wow. I mean, that is. I think it also shows you what we've. Been through. How many hours of prep did that take you, man? Oh, that was, this was all this morning. All this morning. I was this thinking. Morning? I was thinking about it this whole week because yeah, after he's trying to top me from what my intro was last week. So now, I did Grant, a whole uh, yeah. salute to Coach K. Uh, I don't know if you heard that, but it was. I mean, no, it was I an epic. Have to, have to listen. To it was that, an yeah. epic, dramatic turn of events of uh, yeah. Avatar music, and <laughs> that was. It was pretty. It was pretty intense. Wow. Uh, does Robert Sarver look like he's an extra from a Scottish docudrama series? Oh, ouch. <laughs> that's that's something. Wow. Yeah. You have no idea how this comes up, huh? No, <laughs> yeah, not your, at all. Your, mind, your gears are turning. Like, how did that? These are good, man. How'd you get that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to start thinking these before I go to bed so I can come up with them. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, more that, that's all you have to do, right? It's basically, you what fall we do. asleep, you're like, oh. Yeah. Darren uh, Fox looks like Shrek. Does so Richard Jefferson look like <laughs> the thumb people from Spy Kids? Wait, why? Hold on, repeat that. All right. Does Richard Jefferson look like the thumb people from Spy Kids? Mm. Richard Jefferson. What a guy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sure. What a guy. Sure. Yeah. What a guy. <laughs> it's so good. And to think about it, Reggie Miller kind of looks like a finger to the thumb people, you know. <laughs> He's just got a whole hand being formed. <laughs> oh, would we say... Uh, Rick Pitino looks like Floop from Spy Kids. <laughs> the main villain of Spy Kids. Yeah, he does. He, he really does. He has the spiky hair. Yeah. I, think he's, I think the actors They like both his. look like vampires. You're right. They do. <laughs> they really do. But, you know, back on the topic of Robert Sarver, it's hard to believe everything that's been, everything that, you know, it's hard. It kind of, I think it's flushed away when um, the Suns have the season that they do. And so it's hard to kind of picture the, what, what it was like in October. But October was not a fun month for the Suns. You know, we... Look, it's never fun losing to the Kings. No. no. Never fun, you know. And I didn't enjoy it on on Sunday either. You know, you know fun fact, um, if the Suns go on to do something in the playoffs, the Kings will be the only team to sweep the Suns at Footprint Center this oh, year. That's lovely. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Both times, huh? Both times. Yes. Oh, wow. I was in attendance for both. That's Highlight right. of being an ASU student is a, a walk-off game winner by who was it? Harrison Here, Barnes. Harrison Barnes, oh. and then just being, you know, you know, just 
was beat Sunday. I would play the video for you guys with my reaction, but it's uh, beyond PG-13. Ah. Yeah. Well, I can understand that, you know. We he's get, he's we get many videos. We get excited. We yeah. get, you get excited, yeah. You know, things come out in the yeah. heat of the moment. And yeah. Jacob has reaction videos of his highest moments and sometimes even his lowest moments mm. in yes. sports. So, and, and, you know, I try understand to, completely what that is. Yes, <laughs> that, that's. But, you know, one in, like, yeah, I remember with the Suns, a one in three start to start off the year. So a lot of questions, you know, and I think there was a lot of question marks in terms of, well, what is the team doing? What is the path going to be like? Are they, you know, was last year a fluke? Was, mm-hmm. you know, is this team compatible? Are they going to be cool? You know, are they, is everything okay? You know, we, you know, DeAndre Ayton had a lot of you know, the, the contract talks and not being extended, not being, not getting a deal done. So a lot of the talks were, oh man, is this being reverbed? Is this going to be, you know, is this a problem? Is this DeAndre gonna opt out is he's not is he gonna not play as well because he did not he didn't play well the first four games yeah. but then the Suns won, went on a 18 game winning streak as I said in the song uh ended it against the Pistons oh no we heard it oh yeah <laughs> uh, beat the Warriors in that time and believe me we heard it and uh and it went an entire calendar month I I was like I was in the building for the Suns last loss and then like five weeks later I sent out a tweet I think it was before they played the Warriors because I knew they were going to lose because that was the, the first game they lost, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew it. I was like, I got to get this tweet out we before injured. they lose yeah. their first game. I was like, you know what? I was there for that last I think it was October 27th. Yep. It was like wow. November 30th or something. I, I can't remember the date. Yeah, it was, it was uh, Book, Booker tweeted out, no loss November yeah. after, after, beating the, <laughs> after beating the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> or after beating the Pistons, I should say. Yeah. That's no loss. That's funny. No loss November. And that was that's, that's booked right there. He's just he's he's that guy, pal. So we also have another team in the West, other than the Suns, who have a very good young core with Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. But you have the Grizzlies, who without Jaw are a great team defensively, yep. but with Jaw still just as frightening on the offense. So what do we look at the Grizzlies when they go against the Timberwolves in the first round? Can they make it further? Can they beat the Suns in the Western Conference Finals? I know it's hard for you when you're a Suns fan yourself. and No, it's... But it's, we all live in Phoenix, and we have to talk about this, because Grizzlies have this potential. Yeah, I mean, they definitely have the potential. But like a lot... Of, Grizzlies remind me a lot of the Suns from last year. A right. lot, a good young core, a good a good stepping stone to really get your playoff... To, to get your playoff career started. Yeah. Now, they are young, and they're also um, a bit cocky. And that, and that doesn't and that doesn't hurt you, but it also uh, pisses teams off. <clears throat> sure. And when you're in the regular season, you play the you play the Pelicans, and you and you're dancing and doing the the kick line on your bench. <laughs> it probably doesn't impact, but you know they're going to do that in the playoffs. They're going to after every three, they're going to be doing a group dance on the sideline. Yeah. And teams are going to look at that and be like, really? Don't yeah. don't light a fire under under teams that don't deserve them. Sure. You know the Suns. The Suns know all about that. You know, I'll bring up Cat again. At, you know, Cat dunked on Jay Crowder and did the too small, and the Suns went on like a fifty to thirteen run and then beat them by twenty points. Yeah, that'll do it. And so, if you're the Grizzlies, you know that that big young. T- it's also I think the playoffs are different. You know, the playoffs are a different animal, and so they have a big. They have a a really really young core, and so I think the question for me is, you know, do they have a do they have games built for the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, I think they got that grit. Like, I look at the Grizzlies as like a team where if I'm like going to the park with like my friends and I see the Grizzlies, I'm like, oh, God, I'm scared. 
Like, they're, they're just that type of team that, like, will, like, physically beat any team. You know what I mean? Like, like they're not afraid to get dirty. And I, I don't know. I, I don't think the Grizzlies are going to get past, like, the Suns or anything like that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, they can easily make, like, a, a pretty deep playoff push, you know. And I forget. I saw like a ridiculous stat. What was the jaw stat, dude? Of like, uh, when he's not playing. When oh, not they were they're nineteen three. Nineteen and three. So yeah, yeah. Well, maybe twenty. Which is crazy. That was kind of like that. Like debunked his entire like MVP argument that people were giving you. Yeah. He, he wasn't ever gonna win. No, because like, he's they're worse with jaw defensively. Yeah, no, he's yeah. not good. So like yeah, I mean it. I don't know. I, I like the Grizzlies. Man. I mean, it kind of reminds me of the you know the the Zebo days, man. Like, yeah. Honestly, so. Yeah. Uh, does. Tom Thibodeau look like... Well, hold on. Sorry, I lost it here. Uh, huh? I'm ruining radio again. Uh, all right. Does Tom Thibodeau look like he's demanding a refund from Wendy's because he had because they had just put mayo on his Baconator when he had specifically asked for no mayo at the drive-thru window? <laughs> yeah. That was kind of... Yeah. I can picture that. I mean, it's, it's long. And like a, but, yeah, like it's a small, small like, it's such a good story. And like yeah. a small, like 2004, like Honda Cam- or like a Toyota Camry or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, does Brooke Lopez look cool. like Garfield's owner, John? <laughs> With the curly hair? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I never watched that movie. Oh, man. Oh, you never watched any Garfield before? No. Never no, seen the comics? The... Never, never saw the Whoa. comics. Yeah. That's a, this is a stunning revelation. Leave, do I gotta leave the, the container? Uh, breaking what news. Do we, what do we say to this? But this is breaking news. Breaking uh, put news. it on the poll. Did you watch Garfield or any comics as a kid? Gosh, who do we call? CNN? Fox? NBC? Like, who's going to break this? Or did we just break it? Yeah, it? Austin Scott's never seen Garfield. I watched SpongeBob like a normal human being. Okay. I Carly. Come on. Drake and Josh. Sure. Oh, well, I do get that. Family. Uh, sorry. <laughs> oh, more musicals. Yeah. <laughs> More musicals, yes or no, yes. on the poll. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I think after today, that's two on and polls. One, two in one show. Ooh, man, it's getting a little crazy. We had five. We have five, like, most of the weeks. We've just been uh, slacking the last 20 that's so true. minutes. That's here. true. What do you think about the Grizzlies' potential, Ben? What do I... I think they have a, you know... They might lose this first round just because Pat Bev will take it personally uh, and make the rest of the Timberwolves take it personally. See, that's what I'm thinking. That's but what I'm... They have to go against the Warriors... In the second round, like um, unless you think Denver will win that, no. But yeah, it'll be a Warriors Grizzlies matchup, and who's going to take it more personally than Pat Bev? Draymond Green, seriously, yeah. will take every single matchup that he can, just to put the Warriors over top. That's yeah, his game, you know. What they have to be careful of, especially the Grizzlies, is like I was saying, the stuff they do on the sidelines, the 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 team stuff, the oh hold me back, he just dunked over whatever. I don't know what they do, but um, but when it, you do to, when you do that to a guy like Pat Bev, that you know that's gonna ruffle some feathers. And yep. I think Pat Bev is also the wrong guy to, you know, when he starts because you know he's gonna go defend Jaw or he's gonna go sure. defend whoever. And when he starts, you know, when he starts grabbing jerseys and and trying to you know hold hands for no reason or or push guys or something, and you know these young kids that are have so much adrenaline, so much energy. Say, you know what, Pat? You know, and they, they'll push him back. They'll be, you know, get off me. Yeah. The refs only see that, you know. And so they're kids are probably gonna get teed up. Pat, Pat's gonna be hyping up the Minnesota crowd, <laughs> jumping on the scores table after a game three win. <laughs> you know, it's. I, I know I'm putting a lot of poll questions what it in is. all of a sudden, but uh, Pat Bev or Draymond Green, who takes it more personally? I don't think Pat takes it personally. I think 
Draymond definitely takes it. I think Pat uh, makes people take it personally. Okay. Well, that's an, that's probably an even better phrasing of the question. Who makes people take it more personally? Oh, Pat just, you know, Is it Pat, Pat or Draymond? Who gets into someone's head more? Oh, Pat. Pat? Yeah. You say Pat? Or I, I think I think Pat gets into people's heads more, but I think Draymond has the ability to, like, bully someone more. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like talent-wise, well, like, larger. just, like, resume-wise, yeah. like, size-wise, like, Draymond just can, like, make a bigger impact on a game and, like, back up his, like, personality and just, like, his bullying with his stats. You know what I mean? I, I, I would probably... I don't know. I'd rather, you know, have Draymond as, like, my Barker than, than Pat Bev. I don't know. Definitely. Yeah, I think like, definitely. But if someone's going to, like, you know, if someone's going to, you know, Suns fans still remember how much he pissed us off, you know, pushing Chris Paul after yeah. game six. It's like, that's still lamented in my mind. That's why I still have this vendetta against him, you know. Yeah. Now, now here's the, a really good, I'm not putting this on the poll or anything, but here's a really good question for you two. Draymond Green and Pat Bev are the two, like, without a doubt, the most, people like the biggest people in the NBA that really drive the force for their teams alone like you know the big hype guys the aggressive force on their yeah. teams but you got Jay Crowder on the Suns uh I don't and on the Lakers it was supposed to be Dwight Howard like Rondo's up there for the Cavs right now who is the other guy below Draymond and Pat Bev or like the, like the aggressive guy yeah no I was uh, well I, I I guess, like, you, you kind of said the hype guy, and I thought of JaVale McGee for the Suns. Yeah, I feel like yeah. he's kind of the hype, you yeah. know, the dog pound there. Like. Is, he the do- is he, the like, the really, like, aggressive dog, or is that Jay Crowder on the Suns, though? Well, Jay, as a, as a Suns fan, I can spit. You know, Jay is 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 interesting. He's a he's a fun guy. He's He is. He he has he has a lot of fun. But yeah, I wouldn't say he's the, like, aggressive I guy. I wouldn't want him in a fight. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. no one wants to fight. Nah, give me JaVale McGee. Yeah, give me JaVale McGee. I don't think Jay Crowder wants to fight. The high force on the Suns is JaVale, right? Yeah, okay. I would say so. so that, we're on, we're but I think page. Jay is also the guy to be. He just does. He's like the kid in the class who just does the the thing that just pisses you off, and he and it knows you, and he knows that it pisses you off. Right. Like he just steals your pencil. Like I'll just take that. <laughs> <laughs> With no explanation, and you're just like ah. And Jay just sits there smiling, writing, probably doodling on his sketchbook. Right. Uh, <laughs> what do kids used to do? I, I, I got a stretch for a looks like here. So okay. you got to deal with me on this. Uh, this is from an Atlanta fan, Cooper, if you know who this is. Cooper. Uh, Cooper. He says that Brad Guzon looks like Mr. Clean. So from, from like the Atlanta? From Atlanta, like the United? Atlanta? Okay. ML, MLS, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, my head's blank on that one. I don't even. I'm, I'm, I'm t- not a big MLS I can pull guy, up the so. I can pull up the image while someone yeah, if, covers if for me here. But. Yeah, but as we as he pulls up the image, let's talk about the uh, the East a little bit more. Heading in, we have the top four in the East. Who do we have coming out of the East this year? Miami. That's my team. Nah, nah. Oh, I, I, look at look at what Miami has done. They have Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. Tyler Hero is popping off this year. Duncan Robinson is still there. They have PJ Tucker for more defense. And what do they have like all of last year that they don't have they now have possession of? Victor Oladipo. That is a crazy defensive lineup, crazy shooting lineup. The boards are all of theirs with Bam Adebayo. It's ridiculous. Do they have enough? Yes. To beat uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. 
Yes. Because that's who I have coming out of the yep. East. No, they, I, yeah. I, I like Milwaukee, Boston, and Philly. Mil- Miami's season, offseason this year was to beat the Bucks. That's what Milwaukee's offseason was prior to last year. Like this year was Miami's rebuild against Milwaukee. Last year was Milwaukee's rebuild against Miami. Nick won them a championship. So they got past Miami in four. Like easy. So now this year they have Miami with Kyle Lowry, Oladipo, Jimmy Butler, Bam, Tyler, PJ. The entire lineup is stacked. They still have you, Don, as an assistant coach or player, whatever you want to call him. He's not playing, but he is still that guy. He is the Jay Crowder, the Pat Bev. Emotional support. Yeah, yeah. he is Emotional that. Support. He's not playing, but he is seriously the driving force for the team without being on the court. I just, what I've seen from Miami this, you know, the I look at the, the Suns-Miami game. Because I am a Suns fan, yeah. so we beat we almost beat them by thirty points. Yeah, and so they Maybe. have these, you know, and we we were bang, we were still banged up. We didn't have Jay Crowder and Chris Paul for that game, but still, that's also that's also goes to our your depth, our our depth. Yeah, and I think that's how Miami can, can be be, and that's something that Milwaukee still has. Milwaukee still has a really good bench, but they just built on. I think they just kind of. I think their goal was just well, let's. Obviously, they're trying to run it back, but now it's. I think sure. they, they have um, Serge Ibaka, Milwaukee right. now. Yeah. So I, I really look. I'd love that matchup. What would that be? That'd be the second round matchup. Uh, yeah. Or would that would, would that be a Milwaukee's a three, right? Yeah. It would be the Eastern Conference Finals. It would yeah. be okay. Something I take into consideration though is I feel like for Milwaukee, for Philly, for for Boston, if they play at a B grade. They can beat Miami at like their A minus grade. You know what I mean? Like Miami has to play basically their perfect version of basketball to beat these teams. I mean, they did that in their last finals run. I mean, the, everything was clicking. They got to the finals, but mm-hmm. I feel like if Milwaukee plays to like an eighty five percent of what they can do, I feel like they could beat Miami in a, in a, in a seven game series. This is another. Yeah. This It'll is be another, a seven yeah. game series if they yeah. match up in the East. It's seven games. This is another reference to to Arizona sports, which has just been painful as, as as anything. But, you know, when I think about Miami, and I think kind of at this this run they're about to go on, I think of this is a obscure reference that they won't get is the 2001 Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks won the World Series in 2001 against the New York Yankees. And the D-backs were the most powerful team in baseball. They had, But they had to play two very good teams before going. Two very mentally strong teams. And so I think if you're Miami, what I think about uh, what the former manager of the Diamondbacks would say, you know, we have to play a, a perfect series. We can't we can't walk a guy at the yeah. wrong time. We can't yeah. force an error at the wrong time. We can't strike out. The, everything has to be clicking. Mm-hmm. And luckily for the Dimebacks, everything did click because. And then we went on to New York and won the World Series. You know, and that that was all magical. But I think for a team like Miami, do you have enough to make it a perfect playoff run? It doesn't mean you have to go sixteen and zero. No. no one's expecting you to go to sixteen and zero. But do you? Right. But can you have a perfect series? Can you have, can you have a perfect game and a loss? You know, there are perfect. There, you can have perfect games when you lose. Yep, 100%. you know, we teams have plenty of those, and so I think Miami, you have to really, you know, these little mental lapses. You know, these like, well, this, that, and you know, sometimes we have turnovers, and they don't. We know they don't have very good chemistry. Right. So, so what are your guys' rankings? So you, you, so you got Milwaukee, Philly, Boston, and then you got I got Heat. What, what, what's your I got Milwaukee for? at my one because of the you know not only because of the defending champions, but I love sure. I still love what I see from them. I have Boston with momentum, Boston, yeah. Miami, and Philadelphia. No, I I've got Miami, Milwaukee, 
at, at one and two. Miami, Milwaukee, uh, Philly, and Boston. I'm, I'll go Philly and Boston in that order as well. I think the momentum from Boston is all right, but I still think Brooklyn will come out and win in the first round. Like I just Kevin Durant and Kyrie. I I can't see it. Yeah, I can't no, see I, them I, I I like yours. I I got I got Milwaukee, Boston, and then I got Philly, Miami. I just Philly, I, Miami, I Miami, Miami. Yeah. Ooh. I think I think out of I think out of Brooklyn and Philly, I think Philly has a better chance to get their stuff together for the playoffs. I think Harden and Embiid, I think they're ready. Like that, and I mean they still got a pretty decent squad too. Right, Um, but Harden's been struggling this last few weeks. But it's playoffs, man. We've seen Harden. Makes me appreciate how you know how simple the West feels right now in terms of rankings. Very, very simple. Yeah, because I think you know everyone has Suns as one. Grizzlies two, and Warriors three. Warriors three, and like then, it's and ranked then, exactly. And then four Warriors. is like a toss up between three different teams. Yeah. Right, because you got Luca, Donovan Mitchell, and Jokic all in that little. And so I think there. they're all tied for fourth place. Yeah, but I got a picture of Brad Guzan by the way. The this is Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean. Ah, oh, yeah. Does yeah that's like pretty good. It does look like yeah, Mr. Clean. That's, that's pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, does Kawhi Leonard look like he eats his baked potatoes plain? <laughs> That's a stretch. I, I think that's a. I you think mean, so? You think he doesn't I don't think, know where you got it from. You, you think? Yeah. You don't think when a microwave goes off with a baked potato inside, he isn't reaching with that big hand of his, takes the potato out of the sack and just shoves it right into his mouth. No, no. Uh, I mean, I don't think he. I feel like he's more of a mashed potatoes guy. Like I feel like at the Thanksgiving think table, so? like he he's that guy who fills his entire plate with mashed potatoes and he just goes. All right, or or just bare hands it. Let's put let's put it on the poll. Is Kawhi Leonard a mashed potatoes guy or a baked potato guy? That's the poll of the episode, right? Wait, (laughs) you think he put you think he puts gravy on his mashed potatoes? No, hundred percent. No, no, no. Because he's using his he's using his hands. He doesn't want gravy on the hands. Oh, that's true. That's true. No, does he use his hands on everything? Yeah, he uses his hands to grab his mashed potatoes. He doesn't need a fork. But what if there's gravy on the mashed potatoes? He doesn't put gravy on the mashed potatoes. He doesn't put gravy on mashed potatoes. Definitely. Really? No. He'll use a fork. He's still a plain mashed potatoes guy then. Yeah. So why is he not a plain baked potatoes guy? He doesn't because he doesn't he, like the baked potato style. He likes the mashed, he likes the mashed potatoes. potatoes. He doesn't. Okay. He doesn't like the. He doesn't like the the outside. Plus, haven't you seen, haven't you seen his smile? He doesn't want to like knob on a baked potato. He doesn't want to ruin his teeth. He's got to keep like those white teeth. So he needs something like soft, like mashed potato soup. Right. He doesn't want to ruin the teeth. You know he loves soup. A big soup guy, yeah. Big uh, big letter soup guy, yeah. <laughs> alphabet soup? Yeah, <laughs> alphabet soup. You know he's the kid that tries to spell his name with alphabet soup? Oh, 100%. He probably does it at least like once a week. Put it on the poll. Have you ever tried to spell your name in the alphabet soup? I, I mean, um, not successfully, but... Yeah, I mean, I think we've all tried at one point. What do you though, think his but... favorite class in school was? Probably. Gosh. Because I, I know Kyrie was definitely like psychology or something. Yeah. Or like, you know... Physics or whatever. I don't think I don't, I don't think Kawhi would have been an English guy. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a math guy, you know? like he he tried big math. math nerd. Yeah, puts yeah. on the glasses, like goes in front exactly. Of the class and, like, yeah, he goes on the whiteboard, like, like so yeah. here's my work. This <laughs> 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 is writing. He writes on the board. <laughs> e, e equals MC. <laughs> 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 what are we talking about? Well, welcome to the valley. <laughs> Love it. 